0: DHK
1: News. It's one o'clock. I'm Andrew Sharofsky. The headlines, no COVID cases have been found after the government conducted overnight lockdowns in Kennedy Town and Kip May. A medical expert has warned that the Omicron COVID variant may have possibly spread locally. And dozens have lined up to get tested for COVID-19 at the Festival Walk Mall after possible local transmission of the Omicron variant took place there. Health authorities have announced that no COVID-19 cases were found during overnight lockdowns in Czech May and Kennedy Town. The lockdowns took place as officials investigated two suspected cases of local transmission of the Omicron coronavirus variant linked to a Cathay Pacific air crew member. As Aaron T- Tam explains. The government said that 916 people at Wing Chak House of Chak On Estate in Shek Kip May and around 195 residents in Block A Hoi Building in Kennedy Town had been tested with all results coming back negative. The government on Thursday reported that a 76-year-old who lives in Wing Chack House and is related to an aircrew member who is confirmed to have the Omicron variant had tested preliminary positive for the virus after a family lunch at the Moon Palace restaurant in Festival Walk. A 34-year-old construction worker who ate at the restaurant at around the same time also tested preliminary positive for the virus. Meanwhile, another Cathay Pacific Air Crew member has also tested preliminary positive for COVID. He lives in Block A of Hoi Tau building. Medical experts have expressed concern over the possible local spread of the Omicron variant. Respiratory medicine expert Leung chi Chu says he's pretty sure that the construction worker who tested preliminary positive for the virus and ate at the Moon Palace restaurant and festival walk at around the same time as the air crew staff was infected there. He says Hong Kong needs to step up contact tracing and testing.
2: For this episode, we have quite a number of persons exposure to a potential dangerous mode of super-spreading event airborne transmission. And the other important cases, some of them have been going to bars and they may also have taken public transport. All these are likely to generate super events. If we have two super-threatening events affecting quite a number of persons at the same time, then the fifth wave will surely come.
1: Dozens of people have lined up to get tested for COVID at the Festival Walk shopping mall this morning. Those who were in the mall on Monday have been ordered to get tested by tomorrow. This worker, whose office is located in the same building as the mall, said she's concerned.
2: I work here in the office tower. I saw the news and I just just to be conservative, I want to get tested. Sometime during the lunchtime, I go to taste to get lunch or some other restaurants. So um, I have some concerns.
1: Medical expert Leng Chi Chu has this advice for people who are joining New Year's celebrations tonight.
2: The one thing we need to take care we try to avoid situations that involve a lot of mixing of people, especially with strangers. If we can restrict our contact with a few families we are acquainted with, during the celebration. That will minimize our chance of exposure. Even if we go to any of these major celebration events, try to avoid moving around in the venues.
1: Roundtable lawmaker-elect Michael Teen says he thinks it's unlikely that Hong Kong's border with the mainland will reopen soon as the number of Omicron cases in the SAR goes up.
2: I'm afraid uh, the Omicron variant is a very... uh, Timely disappointment. Nobody has expected that, and uh, even within China, there are uh, reported cases everywhere, and uh, districts being locked down. So even provinces between uh, within China are skeptical of each other. Uh, and under that kind of climate, uh, I'm afraid, uh, Sanjin and Zhuhai will take a very strong stance against. Opening the,
1: border. the district court has found five people guilty of rioting and resisting police officers in a protest at Wong Tai Sin on National Day in 2019. Francis Sitt reports.
0: The five people, Kwok Siu Keith, Zhang Kai chung Ho Man Him, Wen Zi Lam, and Mak Ho Wai, aged between 19 and 30, are accused of taking part in a riot on October the 1st near Long Road and resisting police officers who arrested them. The court heard that around 200 people had gathered in the area that afternoon, with some blocking roads and hurling bricks and petrol bombs at police. Delivering his verdict, Judge Ernest Lin said the court believed that the defendants had taken part in the riot, judging from the clothes and protective equipment they had worn, the fact that they had been arrested at the scene, and the way they reacted to their arrest. They have been remanded and will be sentenced on February 11th.
1: An estimated 580 homes, a hotel, and a shopping center have burned, and tens of thousands of people were evacuated in wildfires outside Denver in the U.S. state of Colorado. The state's governor, Jared Polis, said the fires were fueled by strong gusts of wind.
2: Gusts of 100, 110 miles an hour
1: can and have moved this fire down a football field in a matter of seconds. Very little time to get out, uh, very little time to even get the most important parts of your life. And yes, it'll be a difficult
2: process for Colorado families who are direct, uh, affected to rebuild. Their life.
1: The fires were ignited by sparks from power lines. At least six people have been treated for burns this woman among thousands of residents forced to leave their homes in the town of superior said the experience had been frightening
0: it's just black and windy and there's embers blowing and i mean coming over your car and it was just like where am i i would imagine this is what a nuclear attack would look like it's just i feel so badly for the people in the homes back there it's it's awful
1: Heavy snowfall is predicted in the coming hours in the affected area. After a telephone conversation between the presidents of Russia and the United States, which centered on Ukraine, the White House has said that President Biden urged Russia to de-escalate tensions over the concentration of thousands of Russian troops on Ukraine's border. Both sides have agreed that talks will take place at the Russian-NATO Council early next year. The BBC's Gary O'Donoghue has more details.
2: Joe Biden, we're told, laid out these two paths, one of diplomacy and discussion that Russia could follow, and he said if they didn't do that, there would be a separate path of deterrence and sanctions and serious consequences. And America's already said that it would impose fresh new sanctions on Russia if it didn't de-escalate, it would give more military aid to Ukraine and indeed reinforce its sort of NATO posture in those countries around that area, around Ukraine and on Russia's borders. So there's an awful lot at stake. The Kremlin has issued a statement too, It's talked about the discussion being constructive, but it said if those sorts of sanctions America is talking about were imposed, it would lead to a complete breakdown in the relationship.
1: One of the few remaining leopards in the Kurdistan region of northern Iraq has been rescued after being caught in a wolf trap. The animal was sedated by environmental officials, but then escaped with a trap still around its legs. It took a day to locate and recapture the leopard, which has now been taken to a zoo in the city of Duhok to receive medical treatment. South Africa, where the Omicron variant was first identified last month, says all indicators suggest it has passed the peak of the fourth fourth wave of COVID infections. The authorities are immediately lifting a a number of restrictions. The BBC's Sima Kotecha has the details.
0: This evening, the government said the latest figures showed a 30% decrease in new COVID cases over the past week, as well as a fall in hospital admissions in all provinces except one. It said given the trajectory of the pandemic, along with the rate of vaccinations and available beds in hospitals, it had decided to lift a nationwide midnight to 4am curfew and allow shops with the correct licences to sell alcohol after 11pm. The government says wearing masks in public places is still compulsory and indoor gatherings must not exceed 1,000 people.
1: Mourners have been streaming through the Anglican Cathedral in Cape Town to pay their last respects to Archbishop Desmond Tutu. The anti-apartheid campaigner is lying in a modest wooden coffin in line with his wishes for a simple funeral. He will be cremated on New Year's Day. The Archbishop of Cape Town, Thabo Makoba, said mourners would celebrate the long life of Desmond Tutu. This is a a sad moment, but as Christian, it's also... A moment of grace where we're saying, thank you, Lord, for a life well lived. And uh, in terms of our biblical age of three scores, ten, the archbishop has surpassed uh, those years. Health workers in Sudan say at least four people have been killed by the security forces during protests against October's coup. A pro-opposition doctors group said they were shot dead in Khartoum's twin city of Omdurman. The demonstrators defied a lockdown to march on the presidential palace, calling on the military to stay out of politics. The BBC's Emmanuel Legunza reports. Pro-democracy activists defied heavy security around
0: the capital Khartoum and staged multiple rallies across the country, calling for a return to full civilian rule. Sudan's Central Doctors' Committee said the people had been fatally shot in the city of Omdurman, many more injured during the demonstrations. At least two bridges along the River Nile were blocked by huge shipping containers, preventing protesters from marching to the capital. The protests began after the military coup against the Prime Minister Abdullah Hamdok. Despite his reinstatement by the military
1: last month, demonstrations have continued. In currencies, the U.S. dollar is trading at at 115.06 to the yen. The euro is standing at one U.S. dollar and 13 cents, and the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 52 cents. The Hang Seng Index ended the day at 23,397. That's 285 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at 57 billion dollars. In sports... In football's English Premier League, where Manchester United have beaten Burnley three one at Old Trafford to go sixth in the table. All four goals were scored in the first half with Scott McTominay, Cristiano Ronaldo, and Ben Me Own goal putting oh sorry, Ben Mees own goal putting United three nil up, before Aaron Lennon pulled one back for the visitors. The results take United above Spurs and level with fifth place West Ham. Burnley remain in the bottom three. Meanwhile, Norwich have confirmed that their game against Leicester on Saturday has been postponed due to COVID 19. Chelsea have announced an annual loss of almost 200 million US dollars despite their Champions League triumph. The BBC's Jordan Elgott reports. European
0: champions Chelsea have announced losses of 196.7 million dollars after tax for the year to the 30th of June 2021. Their turnover went up by $40 million thanks to an increase in broadcasting revenue. But the clubs say playing games
1: with no crowds because of COVID-19 and a reduction in profits on player sales were the main reasons for the loss. The former Arsenal and England striker Ian Wright says the Africa Cup of Nations deserves more respect from the European media. Right praise the Ajax and Ivory Coast striker Sebastian Haller, who told the Dutch press that the suggestion a player would want to miss the tournament to play for their club shows disrespect for Africa.
0: I've got to say shout out to the countries that have qualified, the players like Sebastian Haller, who are taking a stand against the media backlash. The media, plus Patrick Vieira. Patrick Vieira coming out and speaking about this. And this is, again, why it's important that you do have a black manager who can let people understand where his roots are and how important this tournament is for for African people. The shaming has gone on for too long. I just want to wish Cameron all the success with hosting this tournament. And like I say to the players, all the very, very best to you and the fans.
1: India's cricketers sealed victory over South Africa just after lunch on day five of the first Test at Centurion, needing 305 to win. South Africa were bowled out for 191, with the final three wickets falling in 12 deliveries. India went on to win by 113 runs. Cricket journalist Karuna Kasha says it's been a great day and a great year for India, especially away from home.
2: It was very impressive. I think India's bowlers were outstanding. Um, but on the whole, it was just the sense of assurance that you could see throughout. India were almost always in control of the match. And uh, this would have been very satisfying for the team because a couple of years ago, on their tour to South Africa, uh, they almost had a chance of winning the series. And uh, But they did have a sense of belief, which they took around the world and it's made them one of the best overseas test sides. Um, the year began for them with a win at the at the GABA. And now they've become the first Asian side to win at Centurion. So this is a team that just seems remarkably in control.
1: And looking at the weather, cloudy, one or two light rain patches at first, mainly fine and dry during the day. And that outlook will remain the same, fine and dry, cool mornings on New Year's Day in the following few days, cloudier with one or two rain patches in the middle and latter parts of next week. Currently, the temperature is 20 degrees Celsius. Relative humidity is 70 percent. And to end the news, our top stories once again. No COVID cases have been found after the government conducted overnight lockdowns in Kennedy Town and Shekin May. A medical expert has warned that the Omicron COVID variant may have possibly spread locally. And dozens have lined up to get tested for COVID-19 at the Festival Walk Mall after a possible local transmission of the Omicron variant took place there. And that is the news from RTHK.
0: And wrong, and wrong, you don't know me now, I kind of thought that you should somehow, has that whole mass season got you down, well, I feel stupid, but it's something that comes and goes, and I've been changing, I think it's funny how no one knows. We don't talk about the little things that we do. This bad season I feel stupid, but I think I've been catching on. I feel ugly, but I know I still turn you on.